Hey friends, welcome to my new mini-series, Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Each day of October, I will be reading at least one scary story, ranging anywhere from true crime to paranormal to everything in between. So go ahead and grab you a drink, a snack, and get in a comfy spot because you're in for a ride. Hope you enjoy! friends and welcome back to my spooktober mini series we are getting super close to halloween five days away i am so excited also i am still sick so that's why my voice probably sounds different or weird i apologize hopefully it's gone by halloween also if you guys have any ideas for what i should be for halloween this year please um message me on instagram or email me or something And give me some ideas. I'm thinking I might go as Momo. My little brother actually suggested it. And I'm willing to do the makeup for that. So, I don't know. Uh, Let me know what you guys think. Also, before I start reading the stories, I just wanted to say a very huge thank you to literally every single one of you who listens to my podcast. It makes my world go round. I cannot believe that I'm almost at 800 listens already. That's so close to 1,000. And like, I want to appreciate each goal that I make. So I'm not just sitting here waiting for a thousand. I am so, so excited about the fact that I have over 700 listens already. Um, I just started this podcast in July. Um, So that's August, September. That's like not even a whole three months ago. So I'm just, I'm shocked. And I wanted to say thank you. Um, Also, I'm not able to access some of my stats for different apps that you guys are listening on, but one of them that I can access is Spotify. So I can see that I have 24 followers on Spotify, and I want to thank all of you for following me. That is so sweet. Like, thank you. Um, So today I am reading from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark 3, More Tales to Chill Your Bones by Alan Schwartz. Let me go ahead and pull it up really quick. And, oh, sorry guys, give me one second. Here we go. Okay. I'm only going to read a couple of the stories. Um, okay, so I think today I will be reading um, Just Delicious, Hello Kate, and The Black Dog. Alright, so the first one is Just Delicious. George Flint loved to eat. Each day at noon, he closed his camera shop for two hours and went home for a big lunch his wife, Mina, cooked for him. George was a bully, and Mina was timid. Was a timid woman who did everything he asked because she was afraid of him. On his way home for lunch one day, George stopped at the butcher shop and bought a pound of liver. He loved liver. He would have Mina cook it for dinner that night. Despite all his complaints about her, she was a very good cook. While George ate his lunch, Mina told him that a rich old woman in town had died. Her body was in the church next door. It was an open coffin. Anyone who wanted to see her could. As usual, George was not interested in what Mina had to say. I've got to get back to work, he told her. After he left, Mina began to cook the liver. 
She added vegetables and spices and simmered it all afternoon, just the way George liked it. When she thought it was done, she cut off a small piece and tasted it. It was delicious, the best she'd ever made. She ate a second piece, then a third. It was so good, she could not stop eating it. It was only when the liver was all gone that she thought of George. He would be coming home soon. What would he do when he found that she had eaten all of the liver? Some men would laugh, but not George. He would be angry and mean, and she did not want to face that again. But where could she get another piece of liver that late in the day? Then she remembered the old woman lying in the church next door, waiting to be buried. George said he never had a better dinner. Have some liver, Mina, he said. It's just delicious. I'm not hungry, she said. You finish it. That night, after George had fallen asleep, Mina sat in bed trying to read. But all she could think about was what she had done. Then she thought she heard a woman's voice. Who has my liver? It asked. Who has it? Was it her imagination? Was she dreaming? Now the voice was closer. Who has my liver? It asked. Who has it? Mina wanted to run. No, no, she whispered. I don't have it. I don't have your liver. Now the voice was right next to her. Who has my liver? It asked. Who has it? Mina froze with terror. She pointed to George. He does, she said. He has it. Suddenly, the light went out, and George screamed and screamed. Gross. That is so gross. Um, Mina, girl, just leave. <laughs> Don't stay and eat liver and replace the liver with a dead woman's liver. Just just leave. Well, I guess the old woman took care of George for you. So, you know, I guess everything worked out in the end. <clears throat> this next one is Hello, Kate. And I do apologize for the sniffling and throat clearing. I am sick, but I am not going to let that stop me from reading these stories for y'all. So if it's something that you just can't listen to, I suggest going to different episodes. I won't be mad or sad or hurt. Maybe a little bit, but not a lot. Tom Connors was on his way to a dance in the next village. It was a long walk through fields and woods, but it was a soft, sweet evening and he loved dancing. So Tom didn't mind. He had gone only a short distance when he noticed a young woman following him. Maybe she is going to the dance, he thought, and he stopped and waited for her. As the woman got closer, he saw that it was Kate Faherty. They had danced together many times. He was about to tell, he was about to call, hello Kate, when suddenly he remembered that Kate was dead. She had died last year, yet here she was, all dressed up for the dance. Tom wanted to run but somehow it didn't seem right to run from Kate. He turned and started to walk away as fast as he could, but Kate followed him. He took a short cross across a field, but she still followed. When he got to the dance hall, she was right behind him. There were a lot of people standing outside and Tom tried to lose Kate in the crowd. He worked his way to the side of the building, then squeezed up against the wall behind some people, but Kate followed. She came so close, she brushed up against him. Then she stopped and waited. He wanted to say, hello, Kate, just the way he did when she was alive, but he was so frightened he couldn't speak. Her eyes looked into his eyes and she vanished. That's really sad. I don't know if I would have wanted him to say hello to her or not. Like, 
say hello to her and you know let her know that you recognize her and you see her and you know she's there but also if you maybe if you like give her that attention she might latch on to you and never let you go so i don't know what i would do in that situation either sorry about that all right the last one is called the black dog it was 11 o'clock at night peter rothberg was in bed on the second floor of the old house where he lived alone it had gotten so chilly he went downstairs to turn up the heat as peter was on his way back to bed a black dog ran down the stairs it passed him and disappeared into the darkness where did you come from peter said He had never seen the dog before. He turned on all the lights and looked in every room. He could not find the dog anywhere. He went outside and brought in the two watchdogs he kept in the backyard, but they acted as if they were the only dogs in the house. The next night, again at 11 o'clock, Peter was in his bedroom. He heard what sounded like a dog walking around in the room above him. He dashed upstairs and threw open the door. The room was empty. He looked under the bed. He looked in the closet. Nothing. But when he got back to his bedroom, he heard a dog running down the stairs. It was the black dog. He tried to follow it, but again, he could not find where it had gone. From then on, every night at 11, Peter heard the dog walking in the room above him. The room was always empty, but after he left, the dog would come out of hiding, run down the stairs, and disappear. One night, Peter's neighbor waited for him with the dog. Oh, waited with him for the dog. Is that what I said? I think I already said, I I think I read that right. My brain is tricking me right now. At the usual time, they heard it above them. Then they heard it on the stairs. When they went out into the hall, it was standing at the foot of the stairs, looking up at them. The neighbor whistled and the dog wagged its tail. Then it was gone. Things went on this way until the night Peter decided to bring his watchdogs into the house again. Maybe this time they would find the black dog and drive it away. Just before 11, he took them up to his bedroom and he left the door open. Then he heard the black dog moving around above him. His dogs pricked up their ears and ran to the door. Suddenly, they bared their teeth and snarled and backed away. Peter could not see the black dog or hear it, but he was sure that it had entered his room. His dogs barked and snapped. They darted forward nervously, then backed away again. Suddenly, one of them yelped. It began bleeding, then dropped to the floor, its neck torn open. A minute later, it was dead. Peter's other dog backed into a corner, whimpering. Then everything was still. The next night, Peter's neighbor came back with a pistol. Again, they waited in the bedroom. At 11 o'clock, the black dog came down the stairs. As before, it looked up at them and wagged its tail. When they started toward it with the pistol, it growled and disappeared. That was the last Peter saw of the black dog, but it did not mean that the dog was gone. Now and then, always at 11, he heard it moving around above him. Once, he heard it running down the stairs. He never managed to see it again, but he knew that it was there. That's really upsetting that his dogs were killed by a demon dog. And I also wonder why the pistol is what made the dog disappear and never come back. And I also wonder why this man has a ghost dog in his house who's going around killing people or killing dogs. But you know what I mean? Ugh, I'm ready to stop being sick already. 
But those were today's stories, guys. I hope you enjoyed them, and I will see you in my next episode. Okay, friends, please be sure to join me again tomorrow for the next episode of Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Keep it creepy.